This is Can I Laugh on Your Shoulder. Hey, welcome to Can I Laugh on Your Shoulder. I'm Molly Stillman, and this is a podcast where usually each week I sit down with a different guest and we have raw, funny, often brutally honest conversations about the things that matter most, faith, business, life, and everything in between, where we each learn how to be good stewards of the things we've been entrusted with, even our stories, and how we can use those things to serve others and leave our families, our friendships, and our communities a little better than we found them. I want to create a space where people are unafraid to be themselves and unafraid to ask the questions the rest of us are thinking. My goal is to make you laugh, cry, and laugh till you cry. Well, happy new year. Can I laugh on your shoulder? Podcast listeners, happy 2024. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Like how many days into January can you continue to say happy new year? Because I was at the gas station the other day getting my Diet Coke. I know from Circle K, it's fine. Save your emails. And I walked in and I was like, hey, happy new year. But it was, you know, January 6th. And I was like, can I still say that? Like for at least the first six days, seven days, two weeks? I don't know. I say yes. I say you can say happy new year all the way up to the end of January. I think it would be funny if you actually said happy new year in like July, but that's beside the point. Anyway, welcome to the first official episode of 2024. And you're like, wait a second, you had an episode last week. I know, I know, but that was pre-recorded in 2023. This is the first episode that I am recording in the year 2024. And I wanted to start the year off a little bit differently. Again, I know I had an interview last week, but that was recorded last year. That was last year that I recorded that. And I wanted to record a brand new episode. And I wanted to start the year off a little bit differently and kind of do a not a 2023 year in review, but essentially the lessons that I took from last year on the podcast and in life and what I'm looking forward to for this year. And the goal of this episode is hopefully to encourage you and to help you think about this year a little bit differently. And one of the things that I'm hoping to do in that is just help you understand first and foremost, there is nothing magical about January 1st. There's nothing magical about January 1st. It's just another day. It's the day after December 31st. That's not an original thought to me or to anyone. I heard my friend, Laura Casey, she was the first one I ever heard say that phrase about there's nothing magical about January 1st, but it's really struck a chord with me, especially in the last few years. And I know that people will share their New Year's resolutions and they will share their goals and things like that for this year. But I am going into this year just with a little bit of a different mindset. And I honestly have to credit a couple of my guests from last year for that mindset. And so we're going to talk about that. I'm going to share my top five favorite episodes from last year and how those five episodes in particular really shifted my thinking in a couple of areas. And so hopefully if they are episodes that you haven't listened to, you can go back and listen to them. But I'm going to share a couple of things this episode. So sit back, relax and grab your favorite drink. Or if you're driving or if you're in the car line or if you're in the grocery store, I hope this episode encourages you and helps you think about 2024 a little bit differently. All right. So to start off, 
the word of the year. I love doing a word of the year. I'm not a New Year's resolution person, but I am a word of the year person. I've been doing a word of the year for, I don't know, probably a decade or so. And what I like about doing a word of the year is it just helps kind of frame things for me throughout the year. And my 2022 word of the year was rooted. And it was a year where I was really, really focusing on getting rooted in my community, rooted in my faith, rooted in my family, just reminding myself and digging deeper, deeper into friendships and relationships and my church and the word and just, you know, moving away from the the, the distractions. And I would say that that year was really what was that for me. And then last year was actually the word growth. And I went into that year thinking, oh, the word growth is going to be great because I'm, I'm growing my business and I'm growing and blah, 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 blah. No, that ended up not being at all what God had in mind when he gave me the word growth for 2023. And really, I grew a lot as a person. <laughs> and maybe that sounds silly, but I really feel like I grew a lot as a person last year. I'm more confident in the work that God's given me to do. I grew spiritually, my marriage grew, my family grew, just in you know, closeness, my friendships are stronger, our church grew. I mean, just there was growth in a lot of areas that I didn't necessarily expect. And so when I began praying about what my word of the year for 2024 was going to look like, it became really evident very quickly. And this year, my word is flourish. And if you follow me on social media, I shared a little bit about this, about how this word kind of came to me and the word flourish really just kept popping up. And I struggled with it because it almost like at first I wanted to I wanted to say, no, that can't be it, because flourish just felt like this is my year and I'm going to kill it this year. Like that wasn't, and I, that wasn't what I wanted to go into this year thinking, but it just was a sweet reminder from the Lord. It's just, I felt like he was saying to me, you have been doing the little thing faithfully for a really long time in your family, in your work, in your pursuit of me, this is what I felt like God was saying is that he's just like, you have been taking those little steps, faith, you know, little by little steps of faith for 20 years. <laughs> and, and this is your, your year you, you've, you're rooted, you grew, and now it's time to flourish. And I'm really excited about what that actually will look like at the end of the year, because more often than not, I go into the year with that word of the year. And at the end of the year, it just has such a deeper, sweeter meaning. And so I'm really excited about that. I would love to know if you do a word of the year. So if you do a word of the year, will you let me know on social media? Will you go, uh, you can send me a DM. I'm at still being Molly or at can I laugh pod and let me know what your word of the year is. I really would love for you to share it and share why that is your word of the year. And so with that in mind, I wanted to share again, just kind of a little recap of 2023 and what I learned on the podcast and, and what 2024 is going to look like and what you can expect from this podcast this year. I am coming up on eight full years of podcasting. I'm at seven and a half right now. And so this summer, the podcast will celebrate its eighth birthday, which is crazy because my son turns eight in February. And so I can't believe that 
I started this podcast when he was an infant, but um, I am so excited about what this podcast is going to look like this year. And especially, you know, now that I've been doing this for a hot minute, I am really in a mindset of giving myself space to be creative and break routines just for the sake of routines. You know, for a while I had this routine where I was like, I, every 10 episodes, I'm going to do a solo episode and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just giving myself the ability to say, no, you know what? This week I have an idea for an episode for this. I'm going to push interviews back and I'm still going to do interviews, but I'm going to switch up formats of interviews. I'm going to do more solo episodes. I'm going to interview fun people like my dad. That's a goal this year is I'm going to have my dad on the show. I'm going to have my husband on the show again. I'm going to have maybe my kids on the show or maybe even some of my friends. I think that would be really fun. And so this year is going to just look different. And you could, you'll still, you know, if you subscribe to this podcast, which by the way, thank you so much for doing that. But if you are a devoted listener of the show, you're like, no, is the, is the show going to change? It's not going to change. It's still going to be the same old me, but hopefully bringing you the kind of content that will encourage you and inspire you and make you laugh and may even make you cry this year. And so I'm just really giving myself the space to be creative and break routines just for the sake of routines. And so I'm sharing that with you because I want to give you the encouragement to this year Give yourself the space to break routines. Give yourself the space to get creative. Give yourself the space to try something new. And so that is what I'm really looking forward to in addition to some of the kind of special series I'm trying to plan and things like that. So I'm so, so pumped. What else am I excited for this year? Well, uh, in just a couple of weeks, like... I don't know. I have to look at the calendar, but I think it's like two or three weeks from today is I'm going to be recording the audiobook for my book. If I don't laugh, I'll cry. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I also, if I'm just going to selfishly ask, would you pray for me? Because I am so paranoid that I'm going to get sick this month, that I'm going to get laryngitis and that I'm not going to be able to talk. And then I'm not going to be able, I'm going to be delayed in recording my audiobook. I don't know. I'm just really paranoid. So would you say a prayer for me? Also, uh, you know, there are some things about recording the audiobook that I'm really, really excited about. I think it's going to be such a fun process. I love obviously talking into a microphone. I have no problem with that. And but also I'm going to be, you know, reading the words that I wrote. And some of the words that I wrote are really, really hard. And I have said this to my husband that there are a couple of chapters in particular in my book that I do not know how I'm going to get through the reading of them. And so I would really love if you would pray for me throughout that process. I am also excited that then, of course, that recording the audiobook means that dot, 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 guess what, what? I'm releasing my first book if you're, you know, if you've been sleeping under a rock on this podcast, because I feel like I've been talking about it a lot. But my first book releases March 26th, 2024. Oh, I'm brimming with anticipation. I'm so excited. It's called, again, If I Don't Laugh, I'll Cry, How Death, Debt, and Comedy Led to a Life of Faith, Farming, and Forgetting What I Came Into This Room For. You can pre-order it right now. By the way, this is my shameless plug that you can pre-order it right now wherever books are sold. Go pre-order it. It would just mean the world to me. 
if you would take a moment to pre-order my book. I'm so excited about it. Uh, I'm also nervous, but uh, people have been reading it. Uh, people have gotten some early advanced copies and reviews are coming in. And so far, knock on wood, say all your the prayers, but so far, every person that has read it has liked it, um, which I understand that that is not going to be the case for every person that reads it. But I am so grateful and honored and excited for the people that have read it, that have said it's that they love it, that they've laughed, that they've cried. Um, it's it, This project has been a true labor of love. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how long this is. We'll, we'll talk more about it when the book comes out, but I'm so excited. And then I'm so excited that I'm going to do a mini book tour. Yes, I've had questions like if you're, are, are you going to do a book tour? Yes, I am. And I'm so pumped for the opportunity to come and be with you in person. I have not 100% set the dates and cities yet, but we are working on that. And so if if you want me to come to your city and and either to a coffee shop or a bookstore or speak at your church, I would love it. So please reach out to me. You can email me hello at stillbeingmolly.com. Com, and would you please let me let me know where you are and if you want me to come? I would love it. And then, of course, the thing I am the most excited for in 2024 is just really special time with my family. We've got a couple of fun trips planned, and just time here on the farm and time with friends. And there's just some really exciting things happening in our family and in our friendships and our communities. And um, we're just, I'm just so excited for this year. I, you know, again, I'm not immune to the fact that I know that there will be parts of this year that are hard, but there's a lot of anticipation going into this year. All right. I want to share my top five favorite episodes from 2023. So let me tell you that this was actually really, really difficult to go back. I went through and I looked at every single episode that I recorded this year. Now, there were a couple that I knew 100% were going to be my favorites, but I, I had a hard time putting together this list. So let me just say that if an episode you loved is not on this list because it was not on my top five favorite list, it doesn't mean I didn't like it. Okay. I'm, and, and really my criteria for this was... Was this a conversation that I just thought about for weeks afterwards? And the answer to this for all these episodes is yes. Episodes that just conversations that just didn't leave me for one reason or another. And so without further ado, if you have not listened to any of these episodes, I highly encourage you to go back because these really are my top five favorite episodes. And I'm going to share why after I share the list. So number five is episode number 334, and that is with Megan Hyatt Miller. And it was about our mindset and rewriting the stories we tell ourselves. And it was kind of in a twofer episode. I also had her dad, Michael Hyatt, on the show. They released a book last year called Mind Your Mindset. And it was towards I did the interview at the beginning of January of last year and I'm so glad that the Lord would saw would see fit to have me do those interviews at the beginning of the year because it really was the type of conversation that I needed to have going into 2023 and all that went into last year is so often, I know I personally, but this is obviously a struggle so many of us have is we tell ourselves certain stories, and we 
create these narratives in our own mind about what we believe to be true. And more often than not, a lot of the times that isn't the, that isn't the truth. That isn't reality. And so we had this conversation where we kind of got into the scientific nature of it, but also the spiritual nature of how we create a, a healthy mindset and also how we rewrite the stories we tell ourselves and how we rewrite um, a narrative that we've we've told ourselves over the years. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it because it's so, so good. All right. Number four is episode number 369, Resilient Faith with Jay Hewitt. Oh my goodness. If you are like, wait, which episode was this? This was the one where Jay, so he has terminal brain cancer and he discussed his uh, surgery where they operated on his brain while he was awake. That was fascinating. But what I took away most from that episode was just prioritizing the right things and the really what it looks like to tangibly live in the moment and not live for the future or the past or things like that. Um, if you follow Jay on social media, uh, you will know that his cancer has returned. And so we are praying for healing. Um, I I don't know what the latest update is. Uh, There was, I believe, discussion that he might be having another surgery um, and doing some treatment. But um, what an outlook on life that Jay has. And I learned so much from him. And so if you've not listened to that conversation, I highly recommend it. And uh, also just follow Jay and his journey on social media. Um, It really will be the kind of thing that helps you remember what truly matters most in life. Number three is episode number 373 with Dr. Emily Smith, the friendly neighbor epidemiologist and talking about the science of the good Samaritan. Oh my goodness. I learned so much in this conversation and it was one of those conversations where I went into it almost a little nervous about it because I know that, you know, some of the topics that we discussed could can be hotly contested. Um, but also it was such a sweet reminder on how we truly see other people and how we see others as our neighbor and how we look to others as as greater than ourselves and how as a society, as a culture, as people, how that is when we are able to truly flourish. And um, I just gained such empathy um, for Emily. I learned so much from her, so much respect for her. It was fabulous. And again, I've thought about it a lot after that. I got so many comments, even from uh, the people who produce my show, who listen to me talk each and every week. I remember uh, I got an email saying, man, that was was such a good show. So I just, I loved it. um, And it has really stuck with me ever since. Coming in at number two, is episode number 345 and that is with Jamie Winship. Now this actually happens to be my top listen to episode of all time. This episode has <laughs> tens of thousands of downloads. Um, I think like close to 10,000 downloads and listens just on YouTube alone. Um, this episode really took off and I obviously know why, but this is by far my most listened to and downloaded episode of all time in eight years. Nobody else even comes close. This episode just blew it out of the water. And um, I, I, 
I'll be honest, as I was thinking about this episode, because it, it truly was one of my favorite episodes I've done of all time, it almost took the number one spot um, in my personal list. But man, it has stuck with me. It has clearly struck a chord with so many of you. It's my most shared episode of all time. And Jamie, I mean, he's just a fabulous storyteller, um, but also someone who really, really inspired me to dig deep into my personal relationship with the Lord and seeking the Holy Spirit's guidance on things and really digging into is this what I really believe? Um, and, and I can say the the honest answer is yes. Um, but he really convicted and challenged me in a lot of ways. And I know that he did the same for you. And again, his stories are bananas. So if you have not listened to that episode, which you probably have considering the statistics that I see in my, uh, my, uh, you know, my dashboard, but I'm telling you, Oh, what a powerful episode. And then coming in at number one of my personal favorite episode that I did all year, that is actually episode number 376, one of the last episodes I shared at the end of 2023, and that's with Ginny Urich of 1,000 Hours Outside. And my husband actually even said that it was probably one of his favorite interviews I've ever done. But I am telling you, when I say that this episode and this conversation um, really rattled me, wrecked me, uh, challenged me, convicted me, I'm telling you it did. And um, my husband and I have had some really good, deep conversations after I had that interview with Jenny about what does it look like? you know, to just be even more intentional in our parenting and, um, how we're doing things with our kids. I mean, it, it, it uh, honestly, it kind of forced me to question. I don't even know if I want to say that this, but I, I think it is, it kind of forced me to question everything, um, about how I parent my kids. And, and you might be saying like, I didn't get that out of this episode. I personally did of just intentionality, how we encourage our kids to, be bored, how we encourage our kids to be resilient, how we encourage our kids to be creative, how we encourage our kids to participate in the daily lives of our family. And, and it's just so many things. It's just really about slowing down intentionality. I'm telling you, I'd, and I'd say over those five episodes that I shared that my biggest takeaways from 2023 into 2024 is slowing down and intentionality. And that is something that I'm really, really focusing on this year. And you might be asking, well, how do you plan to do that this year when you're releasing your first book? Or, you know, because yes, this is going to be kind of a wild, crazy couple of months coming up as you know, it's not it's not easy putting a book out into the world. I mean, the quote unquote hard parts done, but now I got to, you know, market it and tell people to buy it and things like that. Um, so how am I being um, intentional? How am I slowing down this year? And I asked that question because I'm asking that question to you as well, because I don't know what your work life looks like this year, but it could be really busy. You could have big projects. You could have a lot going on. You could have a lot on your, pl your plate. What I know about most of you is you probably have a lot of balls in the air that you're juggling and you're trying to figure out how you can slow down and be intentional. And so I'm going to share what I'm doing personally. And I'm hoping that even if one or two of these things can help you this year, I'm hoping that that might be, help you be a little bit more intentional. 
So the first thing is I really am prioritizing time with God, time with my husband, time with my kids and my friends. And so what that means is I might have to say no to more things so I can say yes to the right things. Yes, I'm going to be, you know, traveling some for uh, the book and I'm going to have some things coming up and, and going and speaking and doing book signings and things like that. And I'm so excited about those things. But that means that I'm going to have to say no to some of the things that in other years I might want to say yes to. But that is so that I can really focus on prioritizing time with God, my husband, my kids and my friends. And then doing the thing that also makes me come alive, which I'm, you know, talking about this work that I'm doing. And so I'm really, really excited about that. But I'm encouraging you to say no to more things so that you can say yes to the right things. This is not a new concept, but it's, it's easier said than done. But I really want to encourage you to when a decision comes across your desk or in your inbox or text message or whatever, take a moment to breathe and think and say, is this something that I should say yes to, you know, maybe even bring in godly counsel or, or ask somebody, a trusted person in your life, is this something I should say yes to and give them the space to be honest and you the space to be honest with yourself if it's something that you really feel like you need to do. The next thing is I'm really giving myself the space to try new things and to mess up. Just like I shared at the beginning is I'm, you know, especially with the podcast, I'm giving myself space to be creative and break routines for the sake of routines. But just in general, like I want to try new things and I want to give myself the space to mess up. I tell my kids this all the time. And, and I think that as parents, especially if you're a parent, you will tell your kids this too. Like, it's okay to mess up. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to try new things. But then all of a sudden, when we become adults, we forget to do that ourselves. We forget to give ourselves the space to try new things and to mess, mess up. Because when you don't try something new, when you don't mess up, you can't learn. You can't grow. You can't flourish. And so I really am just allowing myself to dream big, to try new things, and to mess up. And when I mess up, I can say, hey, I, I tried it. It wasn't for me. Or, hey, I tried it. It didn't work. But maybe I can try something different. I love giving myself permission to just mess up, to fall flat on my face and to say, all right, well, that one didn't work, but I'll try the next thing the next time. And then, of course, I'm giving myself the space to apologize when I need to apologize and not apologize when I don't need to apologize. I am a chronic apologizer. <laughs> I, okay. Can anybody else relate? I say I'm sorry all the time for things that I probably shouldn't even say I'm sorry for. My husband kind of makes fun of me for doing that. Um, but I do. Ap I, I apologize way too much. And so in a lot of ways, I'm giving myself the, uh, the space to not apologize when I don't need to apologize. But I'm actually giving myself the space to apologize when I need to apologize. Because more often than not, when we actually need to apologize to somebody or to some situation, we don't do it because then we actually are admitting that we were wrong. And so I'm allowing myself to admit when I'm wrong, when I messed up, when I screwed up and giving myself the opportunity to repent, <laughs> to confess and to apologize. And so that's really difficult. And so my encouragement to you is maybe that's something that you need to work on this year is maybe you're a chronic apologizer for things that you don't need to apologize for, but you actually need to be saying sorry to something else that you haven't apologized for. So 
maybe that seems a little crazy, but uh, it's something that I really learned uh, kind of the hard way in 2023. And so I'm excited about bringing that with, with me into the new year. And then this last thing is really more my personal goal. And I understand that this is not something that everybody's going to be able to do. And I don't even know how well I'll be able to do it, but I am setting a goal of kind of quote unquote, taking the summer off, not from the podcast, um, but really kind of, you know, I don't want to, hustling is not the word, but working intentionally this spring to be able to take a lot of things off of my plate this summer. Cause I know that the next few months are going to be really, really crazy, but I want to be able to take some time off this summer to just be, to dig in, um, with my kids and, and be able to have impromptu lunch dates and impromptu pool dates and impromptu, you know, go to the park or, or whatever it is, or, you know, hang out on the porch. I want to give myself the space to do that this summer. And so I don't know what that looks like for you. And I, you know, I understand that some of you might work a nine to five or, you know, you're self-employed and, um, you know, it, it's going to look different for everybody. So maybe what it is for you is creating margin in your summer. A lot of the times we look at seasons and we just like jam pack it with scheduled activities. And I'm trying so hard this summer to not jam pack my schedule so that I have the freedom to be able to, you know, when my friends get off work or whatever, we can just say, Hey, who wants to hang out and be able to actually do that. And so again, it might look different for everybody, but I'm really looking forward to that. And so I'm being intentional this spring so that I can head towards that goal. All right. Well, this episode ended up being way longer than I originally intended, but I hope and pray that this episode was encouraging to you. I hope that you connected with something and and maybe even thought about something uh, maybe a little bit differently going into this year. I hope if you didn't listen to one of those top five episodes that you go back and listen to them because they really were, they were bangers as the kids say. Do the kids still say that? I don't know. Um, But I cannot thank you enough for listening, for your support, for tuning into this podcast each week. It means so much to me. Um, I'm so excited about this year if that wasn't already evident. So thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you to the team at Third Wheel Media for producing the show each and every week. Grace and Molly, you guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for you, I hope something this week and this year makes you laugh to you cry. We'll see you next week. Bye.